This here be a Once Upon a Time fan podcast mini episode. So now, Captain, we're all ears. Take it away. Thank you, Quartermaster Juan Forth. I am the Captain, Jeff Roney, and this is the Once Upon a Time fan podcast. It's an unofficial podcast dedicated to the hit ABC TV show, Once Upon a Time. And this is not a regular episode. This is a hiatus mini episode. And so we're going to be talking about a few things that we'll list out in just a bit. This is podcast episode number 202. So the show notes are going to be at onceuponatimepodcast.com slash 202. In this episode, we're going to have a way to stock all your favorite stars of Once Upon a Time without getting into trouble. We hope. A way to search all streaming platforms to watch a particular movie or television show. We're going to talk about a brightest star for Tinkerbell. We're also going to talk about a Mad Hatter gets really cool. Really cool. ABC is giving non-cable subscribers an unwanted hiatus. We'll be talking about that. And a dream that's a once-upon-a-time nightmare, actually. And a mini-meetup with a very awesome athlete. And lastly, but should be first, is the 10 reasons it's good to be Madam Mayor Mills. So stay tuned for all of that, and we're going to jump into it. Now let's talk about a couple of practical things that I really enjoy using. And when I found this first one especially... I was just blown away because this is a way that you can find television shows and movies that star your favorite once upon a time actors, characters, actors. And so it's called locatetv.com. So it's L-O-C-A-T-E-T-V.com. And what's really neat, is this is a way that you can find, for instance, you can look up Lee Ehrenberg. Look his name up. And there is a screen that you can see all the places, all the shows, all the movies where he is in, in your area. So you could basically watch all of Lee Ehrenberg's appearances in a week or so uh, on this website. So you can do it for any of the actors. You can also do it for films. You can also do it for television shows. It's very, very helpful. So there was an app for this back in 2009, but there's no longer an iPhone app for this particular website. But again, that's locatetv.com. I highly recommend it. It's really great. It's a lot of fun, and it gives you helpful things because there's nothing more frustrating than trying to kind of look around and see where certain shows are in your area, even though you may have a great, if you have cable, you may think, oh, this is fantastic. But searching for things is really a pain. But this can help, and especially if you're looking for certain episodes of a show that include your favorite actor. And you don't have to use it for Once Upon a Time actors, but you get it. The second thing is, we are now in the age of streaming. Everything's streaming. But when you look for a certain film, like I remember Colleen and I were talking about, 
a certain show or whatever, we would have to search each platform. I'm going to give you a great website, and it also has an iPhone app. I don't know about Android, but anyway, this is called canistream.it. And this is really great because you can put in names of television shows, movies, and you can see which platform would have it to stream. And it searches Netflix, Hulu Plus, Redbox Instant, Crackle, and more. And I, it's all legal. So I know there's other places you can watch things. I get that. But we're going to go with the legal one here. And it also shows where you can rent it digitally. And also if there's a DVD for it. <clears throat> it's really helpful, I think. So I'm going to give that to you. Second thing, Rose McIver, our little Tinkerbell, was in Los Angeles uh, on Tuesday, January 28th for the premiere of her new film, Brightest Star. And this was held at the Sundance Sunset Cinema. And from imdb.com, Brightest Star is described at <clears throat> after the heartbreaking end of his first love, a recent college graduate sets out to win back the girl of his dreams only to discover a greater journey awaits him. So I'm going to include a link in the show notes of her gorgeous dress and uh, Rose showing up at the premiere. And uh, it was really neat to see her uh, move on and do other things during this hiatus. So that's what we, we want to try to do is kind of catch up on the different actors from once upon a time, what they're doing and that kind of a thing. And also the Mad Hatter gets really cool because he is starring in Captain America Winter Soldier as Bucky. So the reported release date for this film is April 4th, 2014. And this is going to be a huge, huge movie for uh, Sebastian. So it's great that he was in Once Upon a Time. We haven't seen him for a while. And I would imagine he's been filming this. So Captain America Winter Soldier also stars Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, wow, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, and Robert Redford. And it was kind of neat seeing him. I was kind of surprised, actually, that Robert Redford would be in a Captain America film, but he was. And what's interesting is when we went to D23 in Anaheim a few months back, we did see some rough footage uh, from this film. There was a a fight, a battle on a cruise ship, some kind of a a ship or vessel. So we did see that at D23, and that looked pretty amazing. So I would I enjoyed the first Captain America film. So this is probably going to be better. All right. So ABC is giving a hiatus to those who aren't a part of the cable subscribers. So let me explain. So presently, or at least in the recent past, if Once Upon a Time was on Sunday on the ABC Go site, the abc.com site, you could watch the Once Upon a Time episode the next day. But it looks like what they're doing is they're trying to put limits on people that aren't a part of a cable subscriber uh, situation. So 
If you are, and uh, we have a link to this notice on the abc.com site. If you are a subscriber through AT&T U-verse, Cablevision, Optimum, Charter, Comcast, Xfinity, Cox Communications, Google Fiber, Midcontinent, Verizon, Fios, you can still watch Once Upon a Time the Day After. Now, this has nothing to do with like a Hulu Plus or anything that's... This is specifically for the ABC.com website and the ABC.com the uh, ABC.com app. So we, if you aren't a part of that group that I just read off, and there may be more, they may be adding more, I don't know. So definitely check with your cable provider if you are. If you are a part of that, you get it to see the next day. If you aren't, you have to wait a week. So it's eight more days. You have to wait to watch it online. So like it or not, they're trying to kind of force people, uh, you know, with the, they're giving you a benefit to being a cable subscriber. So fight that amongst yourselves. I know that there's a huge group of people that just say, I'm cutting the cable. I'm not using cable anymore. I'll just watch it online. This legally will have you waiting a week to watch Once Upon a Time online. All right. So the next thing is there was a new Maleficent movie trailer, which is a Disney movie that's coming out starring Angelina Jolie. Anyway, uh, she is starring as Maleficent in this film. And this new this new trailer is very spooky. And there is a, a song by uh, Lana Del Rey. And I will play just a clip of it. version of the song and the trailer definitely has a more spooky edge to it and the the first trailer that we saw in my opinion was much more cutesy and it was more it, it was more kind of disney-esque and if you think about the film coming from maleficent's point of view it really doesn't match or it might you know, we've learned from Once Upon a Time that sometimes bad or evil or villain characters have a good side. And so that may be what we're going to see is there's this evil character with this good side. But this new this new trailer, I'm going to have links to both. It's more from Maleficent's side of things like she's 
watching and she's observing, you know, the, the, the lyrics to the song have a different meaning the way they're presenting it from, I think from Maleficent's, Maleficent's point of view. So anyway, I think it's going to be a great movie. There, there's a lot of really interesting scenes that they're doing and it's just, it's gorgeous and the effects are great and Angelina Jolie. So anyhow, but I wanted to say one more thing is it's been a number of years. I think it was 2006. This person made an edit and they called it Scary Mary Poppins. And if you've never seen it, I'm going to include a a link to that a trailer as well. And it's a fan trailer. It's not official. But it is using the the songs and some of the um, and definitely the parts of the film for this trailer. And it's spooky. It's scary. And they have these really scary sound effects and all that. But anyway, scary Mary Poppins just reminded me of the uh, new Beleficent trailer with a song that we've known about love and, and, and all this, but it's kind of has a really spooky edge. So check out that scary Mary Poppins and just don't turn the lights off. Just watch it in the daytime. It is, it's spooky. All right. Now, A lot of people are aware we live fairly close to Disneyland. And so we have, we had an official meetup and uh, the hottest day of the year. Oh boy. Anyway, still a big thanks and big love to everyone that came out to that. That was, um, it was not really a, a, a meetup. It was almost like Survivor, if you could survive the day. But anyway, thanks to everyone who showed up for that. But every once in a while, we have these kind of mini little meetups along the way at Disneyland, there'll be a listener in town that uh, is going and uh, we kind of work on our, our schedule and come over there and meet them for a bit and get a chance to talk and walk around the most fun park of the world, I think. And um, so we got to meet listener Eric and he's a quadruple threat. This guy, not only is he a cool guy, but he's an obstacle course racing he participates in these races. He does all kinds of races. He's a Disney fan and he's a once upon a time fan and he's a star Wars fan. So this guy has it. And it was really cool hanging out with him. We also were hanging out with uh, Daniel and Lori from the getting dirty podcast. And that podcast is about obstacle course racing. And so we had just the greatest time walking around, Disneyland, going over to uh, California Adventure for just a bit, and just hanging with Eric and talking to him about Once Upon a Time, about Disney, about obstacle races, about Star Wars. I, you know, I'm always amazed at at the the fans of all these that it's almost an instant you you kind of click with someone. And it was really neat talking to Eric. He just started to roll about the inconsistencies of Star Wars and go, yep, yep. And that is, it's it's really neat, the, the camaraderie that this podcast has with Disney, with Once Upon a Time, is you, you, sometimes you feel like as a fan of something that you're different and you're strange because a lot of people don't get it. But when you hang out with other fans 
you you get this sense of community that that you do uh, someone else understands you and it's really neat so we had a great time uh hanging with eric and we met thor uh, I had not initially had been there, but we went into the room where Thor was. And I got to tell you, the guy that was playing Thor was just so spot on. He he had the the air of Thor and he had the speaking in the Thor accent. And he was so kind to the little kids. Oh, my God, everybody. But I mean, he was just so cool with the little kids that were just kind of awestruck walking up to Thor. And and I have to say Disney is perfect with that kind of thing. They always focus on the customer experience and that moment that you will never forget. And it was just so, so nice. And uh, we got to share that that moment with Eric uh, as well. And that was really cool. Now, I kept looking around for uh, Jane Foster. I did not see her uh, there. Uh, but, uh, heck I would have settled for Darcy Lewis, Lewis as well, but I didn't see her there, but we met Thor and that was uh, fantastic and really quick. I, I know I'm kind of veering off of once upon a time, but Colleen and I did run an obstacle course race. It was called the hunger games and we threw a spear and we shot an arrow and we crawled over these, uh, a frames and I tried to do a rock wall. So uh, we're trying to get healthier, and uh, so that's what we did. And I also want to uh, really recommend if you are interested, There's, I know there's a lot of people that do these neon runs and color runs and warrior dash, and some do the Spartan race and all these things. Daniel and Lori Hale have a podcast. It's called the Getting Dirty Podcast, all about obstacle course racing. And please check that out. And... I'll have a link in the show notes uh, for that. All right, let's move on to emails. We have an email, and I want to thank Chris for this email. And her email says, thanks so much, first of all, for doing an awesome podcast. I appreciate that, Chris. I enjoy listening. Anyways, I have a theory about the Wicked Witch. You may notice that in the promos, she has blonde hair. In every Oz story I've seen, Glinda, not the Wicked Witch, has the blonde hair. So my theory is that Glinda is the Wicked Witch, and Elphaba slash Theodora, whatever her name is on Once, is the Good Witch. Just a random thing I thought up, but I could see them doing it. What do you guys think? Thanks again. That's a great point. And the writers and producers of Once Upon a Time love to kind of turn things on its head and even though there, it's a what you see, you kind of have this. I I think it looks like the bad person, the the bad guy, the villain, whatever. But the more you look, it probably it could be. I mean, it's interesting twist to see the good side of someone, or if they are a villain, how did they get there? You know, and we we really enjoyed a lot of the unpacking of a lot of these people, like Regina's story. You know, some people enjoy the power of the evil queen, but uh, other people do like the kind of story of what was she like before. And I think some of the most, you know, touching, really neat times is before she um, was really filled with revenge and anger. It was really kind of sweet. And, you know, the same thing with Rumpelstiltskin. 
you know, even though he was a coward, he cared for his son and, and, and he did throughout, but, but it was just, it's interesting to see the full story. And so, you know, kind of as Chris is saying, we, we could have someone who is good, but went bad, but we want to find out why and how. And so that, uh, that makes this, you know, fantastic show once upon a time, uh, is still getting better and better. And, and I have high hope for, for I hopes from, sorry, high hopes for the rest of season three, that it's just going to get better and better. So thanks again, Chris, for that email. And now we're going to talk about 10 reasons it's good to be Madam Mayor Mills. Number 10, your own personal genie fulfills your every wish. Number nine, even the Ravens announce your presence. Number eight, you have the perfect lasagna recipe. Number seven, re-election is stress-free. Number six, you have the sheriff's heart in the palm of your hand. Number five, all your enemies have either forgotten who they are or are locked up in the library basement. Number four, no annoying long lines at the adoption agency. Number three, you don't have to worry about your friends letting you down because you don't have any. Well, maybe Catherine. Number two, there is no such thing as a locked door. And number one, you always have a designated seat for you at Granny's. Except that one time. Anyway, I want to thank Brad Pogress for another great 10 reasons list. He is fantastic, and I really appreciate his work on that. That's it for our mini episode during the hiatus. We didn't really focus on a show, so we're just kind of keeping you up with the news that we're getting and some little things here and there, what's going on in our life, and also some fun. So thanks so much for listening. However you found us, please spread the word. Let other people know. We'd also appreciate if you would tweet while you listen. And you can always tweet out listening to at O-U-A-T podcast and give us your thoughts as you're listening through the episode. We really thank you for that. I want to send big love out to everybody. This is a long hiatus. It's very tough. And I saw some tweets back and forth with people that were kind of giving Adam, either asking him or giving him a hard time about, well, why is this hiatus so long? And it's because... It, they needed the time to film the episodes, one. Two is once it comes back, it's 11 straight episodes in a row. And I don't know if you remember season two. It was hard. It was tough because it was an episode here, a break of two or three weeks, another episode here. It was just really, this is better. And so it gives them a chance with the hiatus in the middle. I, I think it's better. That's just my opinion. So anyway, take care, guys. 
We will talk to you soon. I'm a tweet or a Facebook status post or an email away. So take care of yourself, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us for our Once Upon a Time fan podcast mini episode. Before I forget, please check out our website at onceuponatimepodcast.com. We're also on Twitter, so be sure to follow us at at O-U-A-T Podcast. We're also on the Facebook at facebook.com slash O-U-A-T Podcast. Thank you so much. We appreciate you listening. Big love to you. And hopefully the hiatus won't be as long as it feels. And if anyone's seen where Storybrook is, please let us know. It's not on our maps anymore. Seriously, can you point something? Are we getting warmer? If the... A little help, please. 